0: Welcome to the Silver Lined Relaunch, and oh, I am so excited to share my guest today. Mr. Keith Leon S. is with me to discuss, oh, all things books, all things publishing, all things relaunching. So get ready because we are going to dive into some pretty significant relaunches and share the silver linings that end up happening from those. So Keith Leon S. is a seven time award winning nine time international best-selling author. He owns a successful publishing company and is a speaker trainer who's well known as the book guy. Keith's passion is teaching people how to go from first thought to best seller and create what he calls the world's greatest business card. This episode is brought to you by the fired up entrepreneur program. And this is a program that we are so proud of. The results have been downright remarkable. And we want to invite you to get a glimpse of what it is like inside this program by inviting you to participate in the Business Bootcamp, which is a five-day free event. And get involved with this because the pearls that we're gonna be sharing each and every day are going to be the foundation for allowing you to make money keep the money grow the money and strengthen not only your business but also yourself so please take advantage of this and join us at our next boot camp you're listening to the silver lined relaunch and i'm your host Hilary de cesar award-winning entrepreneur and transitional coach Each week, I'll invite you to tune into inspirational stories, revealing how you too can turn ordinary experiences into the extraordinary. Feeling stuck? I'll share step-by-step strategies to fuel your ability to experience a life where silver linings are both abundant and possible. Keith, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, thank you for having me.
0: Well, it is so much fun because I had the pleasure of talking to you, sharing with you my own journey of writing my book. And as we continued to talk, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's just such a wealth of knowledge. But before we dive into that, you didn't just become all of these incredible, like, you know, seven-time award-winning, best-selling, international, nine-time, all these great things. There was a process, and actually a lot of relaunches along the way. So, could we start with you know those the most significant relaunches that you've had so far?
1: Hmm. Well, I think when we originally connected, I had shared with you that my first book, "The Seven Steps to Successful Relationships," I wrote with my wife, and we got John Gray the author of Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, to endorse our book. And I thought that book was going to fly off the shelf. And I got to tell you, Hillary, it didn't even fall off the shelf yeah. because I didn't know what to do with it. I had no clue. I just thought, you know, we had all these great endorsements and, and I was just going to, it was going to sell itself, right? And, and I just really didn't know anything about marketing, uh, any of that. So I just had a book with a great endorsement.
0: And and I uh, remember so when you working. said that I'm like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, <laughs> right this, is for, I, this is for everyone to hear. Whether it's a book, whether it's you know, you can't just assume anything ever. <laughs>
1: <right>. <laughs> and I, I mean, I got that endorsement from John Gray. I might have asked him while I had him in front of me, "Do you have any suggestions?" <laughs> right? But I didn't. So, uh so that's when I realized, oh wow, you, there's got to be something that all these great authors are doing to get the book out there. And and what would that be? And so uh, I did a follow-up project called One Million Love Notes, also with my wife, and came up with this great idea. And uh, it was cutting edge at the time, you know, somebody would pay a dollar for a love note, and they would send somebody a link, and the person would click the link, and it would go to this page with a bunch of hearts and you put in a number one of the hearts opens up with the with a message so sweet but it was also at the time that hallmark came out with the free cards wow. <laughs> no cost cards and so everybody's like why would i pay a dollar if i could get it for free so we had two <laughs> as i'm seeming... sitting here i'm like
0: it's a good idea but isn't that already being done like yeah yeah yes, yes.
1: yeah yes. And they just came in under the wire and beat us with that so <laughs> <laughs> so two two seeming failures later my wife said, I I really want to lick my wounds and take a little time off. Would you mind just running the business for a while? I'm going to be over here. I said, absolutely. And so I started thinking about what were some of the things that didn't work because my wife and I had been working together on everything. And we have two different types of personalities, two different ways of doing things. And I was kind of deferring to the way that she was doing it, but I was the one that had the the, the background in business right but it was like I loved her and, I was, and so she's like it's not working just I'm going to be over here so I went within and I said if I if I'm just doing it how would I do this differently and so
0: what a great question I, to ask
1: right and so the the quality of my answers are based on the quality of my questions. So I just started asking the right questions, not why isn't this working? Because the universe goes, yeah, why isn't it? And keeps giving you reasons to ask why. So it was, you know, how would I do this differently? And I went within and then I waited for an answer. And that's something I'll talk about in a little bit. Uh, That is a form of asking that I do that changed the face of everything, my life, my business, relationships, everything. So what I got was that instead of writing my to-do list and sticking to my to-do list, I would have a possibilities list. Hmm. And I would push my possibility, I would read it in the morning, but I would push the possibility list aside, and then I would come up with one question that would put me to my next step, put me to the next place. And I would ask the one question, and then I would wait for the answer so in prayer and meditation ask one question and then wait for the answer so i call that sit ask and listen a lot of people sitting right meditating praying chanting right We're, we're sitting we're asking however if you're an entrepreneur like me I didn't listen till I got the answer. I was, uh, I had shiny object syndrome. The next flashy thing that came or t- stepped in front of me, then I forgot that I even asked the question. So I learned to sit, ask and listen with one question until I received the answer to the question.
0: I, I love asked. this because so many people out there are hearing. We hear, we hear a lot of stuff, but we do not listen. We don't listen. <laughs> yeah. And then we start to question. <laughs> right? Wait, did I hear that right? Wait, did I hear? I'm I'm very curious about that too, because um, I I love this sit, ask, listen, because, and, and, you know, I've talked to you about this. I have the book coming out and I say pause, like in the book that I wrote, you know, I've always done this with people. I just say, you just got to pause. And for so many of us, we're going so fast and furious. And then we, we struggle with the, why isn't it working? Why isn't this? And we don't sit enough. That is so awesome. I love that. So this sit, ask, and listen, can you go into more detail about what, like, really, how do you do this?
1: Yeah. Well, specifically at that time it was, what is the next project that I should do? And then I got a book. Okay, great. What is the name of the book? And I, I breathed into that and I said what is the name of that book and I got this download this flash this vision of when I was in my early 20s I went and on a deep search for my purpose in life and I would go and and I'd listen to anybody speak. I was asking people like, What do you think my purpose is? You know, In if there was 20s? someone on a soapbox. Yeah. There's... You
0: were very <laughs> evolved at twenty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I wanted to know like why my am God. I here? <laughs> and uh, every church, every synagogue, every mosque. I went and tried to figure trying to figure out the purpose of my life and why I was here. And I remembered that and, and I thought, Okay, what's it's a great book title that would grab people's attention and I sat with that, and I got, Who Do You Think You Are? I'm like, that's a great book title, because so many people have, like, drama attached or a story attached to that. It certainly gets people's attention. So, Who Do You Think You Are? That's a great name. Thank you. wrote it down. Um, and subtitle, Discover the Purpose of Your Life. So, Who Do You Think You Are? Discover the Purpose of Your Life. That's gets your attention, makes you go, what is it? what does that mean? And then the subtitle tells you what you'll receive if you read the book. So then I'm like, do I write the book? Is it like an interview book? Yes. Oh, okay. It's an interview book. So I reached out and started reaching out to, I reached out to 10 people from The Secret. I uh, asked them all if I could ask them three questions. That's it. 10 minutes, in and out, three questions, I would record it, and that's all I would do is ask the three questions. I, wouldn't
0: keep I, need, I need to cover. know what the three questions were. Right, right. right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so the first question is, who do you think you are? Meaning,
0: mm-hmm.
1: why are you here on Earth? What is your purpose? Mm-hmm. And the second is, what series of events led to your discovery? Mm-hmm. And third, what would you, uh, let me get the exact question. Um, If you could give advice to those who are still searching for their purpose in life, what would it be? Those are so so
0: good.
1: So juicy, right? And so I ended up reaching out, contacting and getting yeses from 64 people that I felt were living their purpose in their life. Many of those people were the top authors, top marketers, top speakers in the world. And I showed up, I kept my promise three questions 10 minutes that's it right that's what we committed to and then i would say okay we're done i'll be back to you with the with the transcript so you can approve it and they go wait 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 keith wait tell me more about what you're doing this sounds good so now we were on their time i had kept my agreement but they wanted to know more so then i could freely
0: tell them about what it was up to right brilliant No wonder, no wonder these are, you know, nine, nine international best-selling books. These are so cool. (laughs) That is awesome. I love it. Now, one thing that I would like to know is the advice. Can you share a couple of those nuggets of advice of how to actually find the purpose?
1: Well, here's the most interesting thing. They all had different stories and they all had different ways of saying the very same thing. But one person said it very clearly <laughs> in 10 words. They said, go within, go within, go within, go within, go within. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> who and was so that? So each and, each and every one of them. Uh, <laughs> it, was,
0: it was critical two words, go within.
1: Within, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a dear friend of mine who's since passed who is an actress. Um, and uh, Jake... Just... J- Jake Heron Thomas was her name, oh. and uh, and so once she said that, and then I went back and started reading the interviews. I was like, "That we're all saying this. Every one of us, every one of them, is saying the same thing. They're just putting different words and different stories on it." But it was really sit, ask, listen, right, or at least okay, sit, so ask, for
0: everyone listening, right all the audience out there, you've just been given like the biggest secret right there. I mean, yeah. go within. And in order to do that, sit, ask, Ask, listen, listen, Yeah. I, you know what, this is, I I think everything you're saying, it falls so nicely in line. I I put people through a five-step process which begins with the pause, as you said, and it's just, yeah, it's, and I always have like the last step is this, you know, it's action. Like once you hear it. Once you're listening yeah. now, go do something with it, right? right.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's 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 where the secret kind of left a lot of people hanging was it didn't say now get up up your booty and go do it. Well, <laughs> right. It was so like like make a wish and send yeah. it out and that's it. No, and you
0: said no. John Asaraf was one of the people that you had, I think on our last conversation talked to. And he did end up writing the book, and I think it became a New York Times bestseller called The Answer. <laughs> Yeah exactly. <laughs> which is so great, and one of the things, he, you know the number one is, once you listen and you hear it, now do something. So I love that. So I always say that my fifth step is, you know now you've got to go and, and actually take action. Not a lot mm-hmm. of action, but just and I really am I'm big on it's a, it's a sign of showing appreciation for what the universe is giving you, so that you you get more. It's like gratitude. Mm-hmm that then further brings more things to be grateful for. It's really a cool concept. (laughs) So that is awesome. So I love what you've done. And I love how you ended up getting over 60, you said 67, was it?
1: 64.
0: 64, 64 people that were like, yeah, here's what I have to say.
1: Yeah. And I was, at the time, I was Keith Who? Like, that truly is who I was. Keith, who is on the phone? Uh, and, and, but the more people that were well known who said yes, then I would say, well, you know, Jack Hansfield's doing it, Bob Proctor, John DeMartini, Marcy Scheimoff, you know, was able to start dropping the names. Then, A list it was like of who's new? Yeah, and everyone from The Secret was like, well, if they're in it, then I'm in, right? That's how I got to 10, right? I got one from The Secret, and then I dropped that name, and it just moved on. But mostly, I kept my word, and that that's... John asked When, when I finished the three questions and then said, okay, you know, we'll be back to you soon, he was like, can I give you some feedback? And I was like, oh, yeah. And he goes, you were your word. Like, you kept your promise. He goes, that's... You have no idea how rare that is.
0: Like, mm. yeah, they just,
1: People want to then yeah. proceed to tell me why they love me and why I'm great. And like, that's not what I agreed to. I agreed to 10 minutes. Right. And you He's,
0: kept a, he's a very so, good friend and integrity is yeah. huge with him. So oh yeah.
1: I, so he, yeah, so he was like, okay. well, so now what can I do for you? Tell mm. me. Right. And, and that's what happened is on the other side of this project, I ended up with all the mentors that I ever wanted and not one of them would charge me even though when I said I said, "Will you mentor me? When and how much?" and every one of them said, "No, I love what you're doing. I love what you're about." And uh, yeah, yeah, well, let's do it.
0: And So, near this this has been a major relaunch, and your wife ended up not creating these books with you, correct? At that right, point, right. have you have you gone back and written any book with your wife?
1: <laughs> no, she's just like. <laughs> she's like I'm good (laughs) you're doing just fine (laughs)
0: whatever you're doing keep doing it all right so but she is my
1: business partner and she runs she uh, is the head of the editing arm right she's the head of of that part of the of the company and so she's still totally involved she just was like realized that I was the one that was supposed to be out front
0: oh that's so great and so from there you now as you're called the book guy tell us about being the book guy
1: yeah okay so i went on tour with that book who do you think you are discover the purpose of your life with all the things that those mentors taught me now is speaking in front of a thousand people instead of 20 and i would get up at the beginning and when when speakers speak they always have this thing i call the earn the right so at the very beginning they tell their story that basically says here's why it might be a good idea to listen to me, right? So you share the, how you got to that stage, you know, what got you there. So part of my story was about this book, right? And, and, and what I just told you and how I got all those people to say yes uh, by being authentic and keeping it simple. And, uh, and so people, when I just finished 90 minute talk about how to discover your life purpose, would come up and say, hey, you're that book guy. Hey, aren't you the book guy? You're the book guy. And then they would ask me about books.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was like, whoa, I heard that so many times that I, that I was like, oh, I get it. So I went and looked up at, at the time the URL. They call me thebookguy.com. Of course it was available. And I was like, oh. <laughs> so until I am a household name like Bob Proctor, Jack Canfield, John D. Martin, all these guys, then it's kind of my, it felt like a responsibility at the time to help others to get their mission and their message out to the world and that's Mm -hmm. what really got me into teaching people how to write their books and then i did that for a while and then jack canfield was like you're helping a lot of people you might want to consider publishing them as well and helping them get it done and assembling a team for that so think consider that you know being a publisher because he's like he goes right now you have you know two bestsellers of your own and then you did two for your students. So you have four bestsellers with your imprint on it. There's a lot of publishing companies wish they had four bestsellers, he said. So you might want to consider that. And so that's what put us on the path to publishing. And now we've, we stopped counting at a hundred books that we've published and, wow. and helped th- thousands to write their books and, and so many people to self-publish as well.
0: So Keith, do you believe that there is a book inside of everyone?
1: Oh, absolutely at least one
0: <laughs> At least one well as I have been writing mine for almost a year now I'm like the thought of writing the second one it kind of does feel in a way like having a baby and then you know you always say I'm not going to have any more I'm not going to have any more and then you get this like crazy like I think I don't want another and I had twins first and then decided yeah. to have another people are like you're really insane <laughs> But so glad I did it because I ended up with my daughter, Rosie, on top of Derek and Danny. But there's always that like first moment. And I remember when I really decided, you know, I, I know there's a book inside of me, but I didn't know even where to begin. What What do you suggest to people that are just starting to think about or or have that like, that kind of like little teeny thing that happens inside of them that's like, the beginning of a spark, right? It's like that. It hasn't even like gone off yet. It's just kind of like a low flame.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh follow that first instinct and don't listen to the second and the third and the fourth and the tug-of-war that tug-of-war that happens after that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's there's a part of us that always knows what to say and how to say it, what to do and when to do it. And that's that's our people call it you know, first instinct, they call it higher self. So they call it, you know, a lot of names. But here's what I know. First instinct is right uh, 99 out of 100 times. <laughs> it's always right. And so when we listen to it and act on it, then that's that's what changed my life forever. And that's what I was doing with sit, asking, listen, was ask a question. And then whatever I received, then I took action on it. Even though sometimes another voice would come in and try to negate it. And don't we deal with that a lot? I call that voice the little liar because it never tells you the truth. It only tells the you the The
0: little lying. liar, yes.
1: Yeah. So I tell people to get a first instinct journal, ask a question, close your eyes. What the first thing that comes to you is, write it down right underneath the question and then be willing to commit to whatever that is. That's what I'm going to stick to. Because after that will come the little liar voice and the tug of war that happens, you know, and it goes back and forth so many times you don't remember what the first instinct was, but you will have it written down. So you'll know what it is. And if you are willing to do that, follow your first instinct every time that will transform anybody's life that's listening to us right now.
0: I think that is so accurate. Having just written the book on three HQ and the heart to the head to the higher self. And I talk about intuition and I get asked quite a bit, how do you know your intuition is right? How do you know that? And as you said, if you continue to doubt, right, it's like, wait, wait, did I hear that right? Did I, wait, did I hear it? Do I need to, should I ask again? Because you're hoping for a different answer. That's when you know your conscious brain is stepping in, right?
1: And any voice that doesn't tell you, you can do anything. You're the one for this. Anything you put your mind to, you can achieve. Any, any other voice that doesn't say that is someone else's. And it's a liar.
0: Keith, that is it, so it, great. Because your higher self, which is your best self, would never, never say you. those things to you never say anything negative. So anything, anytime you're hearing any of that sabotage, that imposter syndrome comes in where you're like, you know, can I really do that? Can I really do that? You then know, you then know that it's that other voice. Yeah. It's the liar. Who,
1: who will care what I have to say? Well, the people that need it, that's who, (laughs) how will they find my book? That's up to God, right? Once you say yes to doing a book project and you start writing, God-spirit universe is working it out so that anybody who's supposed to have that book is going through, living through exactly what they need to so that that book falls in their hand at the perfect time. And when that first person is standing in front of you with tears coming down their face saying, thank you so much for writing this book. It saved my life. You don't care if you sold one copy or a million copies that day. It makes it worth everything that you faced along the way to get that book done and out.
0: Mm. So if you are starting to think about potentially, how do you narrow down your topic? Because I remember when I first started thinking and I had somebody say, Hillary, this is probably 10 books. So how do you start? I mean, again, I always say, how do you take the first step? I know that you're saying, "Sit, ask and listen, but give me some more there.
1: Right. Uh, I do what I call, I call the roadmap to, to success. <laughs> and I wrote r- roadmap to success on the top. And then I say, I want to write this book. What should I put in it? And start writing down short description of everything that you want to say in the book. Short description meaning your chapter titles, right? Mm-hmm. And you start writing down all the things that you want to share that flow out of you with grace and ease. That you want to share, and then as soon as the pencil starts stops moving, or you stop typing, and you have to go, hmm, and now think about it. That's where you stop. That's what the first book is. Anything that comes after that is called the second book. Right? So now <laughs> you look at your chapter titles, and you go, okay, I have seven, or I have nine, or I have ten. Right? Okay, that's that's perfect. That's called book number one. Oh, okay. So then look at get another sheet of paper, right? Roadmap to success on the top, have it handy. And then you look at all the chapter titles and you say, who's first? And just ask the chapter titles, who's first? And one of them will go, me, me, me. And you go, okay. And you put a one next to it. And then you look at all the other chapter titles and you say, who's next? And one will jump out. You put a two next to that. And you do that until you have a number next to all of them. And then you move them in order to the other sheet and now you have your roadmap to success you have your chapter titles you have them in order and you have the ones that you downloaded when you asked what should be in this book didn't overthink just flowed through you that's the perfect energy for the first book and now you have your roadmap and uh so once you have that and you decide i'm going to start writing and you decide to brave that now here's the cool thing books do not need to be written in chronological order because you already wrote down where you're going to start and where you're going to end your book and it's a good thing that you don't have to write them in chrono- chronological order because what if chapter one was what I call a heavy like you had to look at some stuff or face some stuff or dredge up some stuff that you're just like ugh, I'm not ready for that you would push the book away and then never get written so if you look at that your
0: Keith, that is such a true point because I look at my my first chapter and it was like you said I I had to I had to go deep. I still am at the process where I'm like, oh my gosh, it it still brings tears to my eyes. Like I'm like, I don't know how I'm going to do the audible on it because I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) but what you said with this brainstorming session is so. it's so important because if you just give yourself that time, and I actually even throw in like the yellow post-its, right? I just start to write random thoughts of like, you know, what are some of the stories you could tell? And what are some of the things that you want to get across? And what are some of the exercises or whatever you're going to do? And my wall, my wall looked like, you know, kind of a Jackson Pollock, just throwing everything up and, (laughs) And then you can start to, as you said, you just start to move them into what makes sense in terms of chapters. So that's so great. Yeah.
1: And then once you have that, then look at all the chapters and say, which one feels the easiest to write? You've written it a million times in your head. You just haven't written it on paper yet. Start with that chapter and then let it be easy write that chapter. And there's really only two rules, and that's, and I'll continue. So, so you write that chapter and you complete that chapter. Then you go, which chapter's next? And the easiest one, go for that one. And what happens is then you start to get momentum, which is great, right? And eventually you get to the point where you say, ah, I think I'm ready to do that really heavy one now. But you didn't force yourself to. So so to be successful with the roadmap process, there's two things. You're always writing the chapter that feels the easiest, the most juicy, right? And exciting. And then complete a chapter before you move on to the next.
0: That's a, I've the never most heard, important. I've never heard of that, like complete it.
1: Yeah. Our subconscious mind does not like undones. And if you have a, a incomplete chapters, that's undones. And that, undones are where writer's block comes in. People call it writer's block. Uh, that's a huge part of that. And then the other thing is writer's block is a pissed off inner child. There's, there's a part of us that always wants to play. Okay, and,
0: and I'm sitting here, I'm work. like thinking, I'm thinking this, <laughs> uh uh-huh.
1: okay. yep, There's a part of us that always wants to play and it never wants to work. And believe it or not, it doesn't think writing a book is fun or play and so if you sit down and get all serious and write a book and you're going to do it for a week you know and you just, even on the first day you get five six hours your inner child's going what is happening like <laughs> you know I'm not being paid attention to I'm, I'm not getting to play and so uh so I've taught many people and many people have done this process over the years is if you're a marathon writer like me you're going to write for long periods of time you know you you Get a timer and you set it for 50 minutes, five zero minutes, and you tell your inner child, okay, I'm going to write for 50 minutes, and then when the alarm goes off, we're going to play for 10. So you write 50 minutes, alarm goes off, you get up, you do something silly, you put on music, you dance around, you do something that's just a blast that your inner child would love. And then you do that, and the alarm goes off, and then you go, okay, all right, so now's my my time again for another 50 minutes, but don't worry, I'll be back, and we'll do another 10. And you do that, It A, it gets you out of the chair also, right, it gets you to stretch your move your eyes out there instead of the screen. But when you're on your inner child, then the inner child doesn't get pissed off so much that at some point it goes,
0: no, no.
1: And it starts screaming and it shuts you down. And that's, that's.
0: So you're saying before you, before you turn off your computer, before you shut whatever you're doing, you're saying, finish the chapter. I mean, good, bad, ugly, just finish the chapter.
1: Yeah. No, finish the chapter before you move on to a next
0: Oh, okay. So you don't have to finish it in one sitting.
1: No, no.
0: You just can't bounce around. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Okay.
1: Complete a chapter before moving on to the next chapter.
0: Mm, Okay. That's awesome. Okay. Well, listen, we could keep going. And I I want to give the opportunity to you to help people with how do we get to find you? How can we work with the book guy and craft this this book that is deep inside of us.
1: Yeah. Well, if you're ready and you're feeling it's time and I'm going to do this, <laughs> then reach out and, uh, and you can book a, a clarity call, a book clarity call with me. And uh, so I made up a link for that. That's going to be easy f- for me to say we, right now. of the, yep. the, the long one. Yep. Right. You'll put it up. So it's a tinyurl.com forward slash book clarity call.
0: And we will have that in the show notes. So for those that would like to take advantage of this very, very generous offer with Keith, please make sure you go to the show notes and click on it, check it out and book that clarity call when you're when you're ready. But in, you know, before you do that, use some of these things like, my gosh, that the sit, ask and listen. I mean, that is golden. The secrets of, you know, go within. I mean, there's some golden nuggets here, everyone. Well, Keith, I am so grateful that you came on and thank you. I'm actually, I'm going to be starting to work with you, which I'm so excited about. And look forward to even more of these, you know, golden nuggets that you're going to be um, giving me. And I'm excited for all of those out in the world right now that are like, all right, because trust me, everybody, if I can do it, you can do it. That is like, (laughs) I mean, 100%. Even though it's taken me a year, there's people who I know of, it takes them, you know, three, five, 10 years because everyone knows they have it inside of them, but they're just, they can't get it out. There is ways to get it out and go back, listen to this episode again and just start the journey. Just take that first step. So Keith, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing this incredible wisdom from the book guy. (laughs)
1: it's been my pleasure it's been my pleasure and we are a a full service publishing house so if if you've written a manuscript and you want to take it the rest of the way you can book a call as well
0: so Um, yeah we
1: we publish books that make a difference and we love working with people who make a difference so you all have a story to tell let's get it out there let's tell the story
0: keith thank you so much Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Silver Lined Relaunch. If I said something today that resonated with you, will you please head over to iTunes right now and leave us a five-star review and share this episode with others and help them find the silver linings as well. And don't forget, you can have immediate access to the show notes, any giveaways, and the links to those amazing beauty products at the backslash podcast. Until next time, there's always a silver lining. And now is the time to hit the reset button to relaunch those transitions into transformations.